going on, guys? Anthony here. So I was on Quora this morning, uh, just skimming through some content, looking to see what the world of HR leadership, what people are talking about. And I came across a pretty interesting question that I've actually been doing a little bit of thinking about. I think I may have a, a podcast already on this topic, um, but nonetheless, I still felt it was valuable to kind of share my perspective on this question. The question was, uh, should an employer be a little bit more flexible with their employees showing up to work one time? This one's interesting, right? Anyone that knows me knows that I'm always looking at things from more of an optimistic lens. I'm always trying to look at the better side of the table. Um, so let me give you a positive look and a positive perspective around this. Let's say you have a core of employees that are all supposed to show up to work at 9 a.m. And you're noticing three to four of those employees are normally showing up at a 9.45, a 9.17, a 9.27, maybe even a 10 o'clock, right? And then you're noticing it takes them another 15 to 20 minutes to really get set up, right? Maybe they need to go to the bathroom. Maybe they need to get their coffee, get their breakfast, get their complex interviews out on YouTube or their ESPN out of their system. All these things that kind of gets their brain ready, their habits to get fully engaged in their work for today. Old school leaders, right, would normally probably say, this is disrespectful, this is not necessary, this is, you know, unreasonable. If they need to go to the bathroom or eat or do anything else, they should be doing this before they get to work. When they get to work, they should be engaging in work and getting ready for the day. I look at this a little bit differently. Now, I definitely respect and have empathy for that point of view because as a brand builder and as a CEO, it took so much energy and time and money to get the product off the ground, get the business organized, get the business developed, that you have deadlines that you need to meet. You have things that need to happen and you're relying on these people to get these things done. So I get that perspective. But again, on the positive lens, looking at it from a different angle, let's try to understand this perspective. I think there is a lot of research out there, right? And, and again, I'm not an expert around this, so I'm going with my gut feeling. I'm sure there's a lot of research, research out there that shows different time periods along the day, whether it's 6 a.m., 10 o'clock um, a.m., 10 o'clock p.m., 7.30 p.m., 7.30, whatever it's going to be, right? Where people are more engaged, where people are have their optimal focus, their their flow state, where people are in a groove that is none like anything else, right? Where people that are fully engaged and ready to do their best work. I'm sure there's a two, three, four, five hour period of time where that particular person is going to be fully ready to go and bring their best value to the table. Whatever that time period is for your core staff, I believe that you should restructure the way that you hire people and the way that you expect them to come to work and the projects and the tasks that they work on around their optimal mental state, their energy, whatever time that's going to be. So let me break this down in a very practical way because that may have been a little bit confusing. For me, I know there's probably two times of the day where I'm fully locked in. I know I'm locked in 15 to 20 minutes after I wake up, once I have a, a coffee and some good food in me, you can bet between, I would probably say, I would say 9.30 to noon, I'm locked in. Like there's no one that I would say is more locked in than me. 
And then I would say I'm pretty locked in from a 4 p.m. to a 7 p.m. window. And so if I were working for a company, I would say, let's structure my tasks and the projects that I'm working on around my optimal peak state mentally, if we can do that. And again, we're talking about the possibilities of these things, right? We're not talking, because this is going to work for every single industry or every single company. But let's say this is something that can work. I would say, think about it from that lens and that angle. So if you have five, six, seven, eight employees, where you're realizing it's taking them 30, 40, 50 minutes to get ramped up a little bit, let's restructure their position where you allow that window, like where you are comfortable with them coming in and you don't expect certain things to happen from a task perspective until a certain period of time where you know they're going to kick in. You have that transparency. You have those questions. You, you ask those questions, rather. You have those communications. You have those conversations. You get to know the person. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to be more engaged. They're going to be more uh, respectful of your time and the projects they're working on. And they're going to care about the brand and the logo that much more because of the amount of time that you took to structure the position around who they are and when they will be in their peak state. This is something that I think a lot of employers need to think about. This is something that I think a lot of employers should consider putting in place. Um, it's, it's going to be difficult. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of getting your hands dirty, getting some dirt under those fingernails. But, um, I think it's worth the conversation. So again, and, and you know, another thing too, like it's worth the conversation based off of the science that I'm sure is out there. Again, I, I never want to jump off the boat and try to go into a lane where that's not my strength. So I'm giving you my gut perspective on this, but I'm sure there's a lot of data out there. I'm sure there's a lot of research out there geared around um, when a certain person is in their optimal peak state mentally and how you can understand that and how you can record that and measure that. I'm positive on it, right? And so number one, as a leader, I would figure that out. Number two, I would then have the conversations with my staff and enlighten them on this info, enlighten them on these perspectives and have them do a little bit of research themselves over the, over the next week and figure out when those times are for themselves individually. And then again, restructure the entire position around their optimal strength. Now, you only do this if an employee is good, right? Like if you have a teetering employee that you're considering to fire because not only are they showing up to work late or they're not engaging until 30, 40 minutes into their workday, but their work is it's, it's not great overall, like it's subpar, like they can be replaced, then I don't even think this is a conversation. But you know, assuming that they're great employees, assuming that they're doing a great job, this is something that I would consider. It's something that I've actually brought up to my leader in my company and something that we try to do here to a certain extent. Um, and it's something that I personally have realized with myself. And I've actually measured this from time to time. And that's how I knew about my 930 to noon and my four to seven time window. So this is something I would consider, something I would put in place if I were uh, running a brand. Um, and this is something I would think about and be more flexible with if I notice a certain core aspect or section of my company were starting to show up late or not getting engaged into work 30, 40, 50 minutes in. So uh, hopefully this was helpful. Um, this was a little bit outside the box like it often is, but this was my truest and most honest and authentic perspective. Thanks a lot.